Hello and welcome to the TNS Wrestling Show. I am Mr. Attitude. I am Mr. Sam Watts. <laughs> um, Mr. Sam Michaels. 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 And in front of me is my co-host of the TNS Wrestling Show. He is the apex predator of the new generation. He is the Royal Rumble expert, the King of the Ring expert, and the commissioner of the TNS Wrestling Show. It's Terry Bloody Johnson. How are you doing, Terry? Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, you good? Yeah, yeah. yeah, good, good. Good. So, we have been doing, for the last couple months, our top ten of whatever. Top ten episodes, yeah. And um, the top ten series continues. It does. Yeah. I don't think it's actually ever going to run out. I don't think it ever will. No. Because we've got so many episodes. We're never going to run you, out. Did you get my message earlier? I said about the next couple I would like to do. Did you send these this afternoon? Yeah. I haven't listened to those four messages. I really want to do after this, our next top ten. I really want to do our top ten rivals. Oh, I did hear that one. Yes, me I'm too. I'm really interested in that one. That one gets me interested. Yeah, yeah. And obviously the top ten factions, but the rival one, I'm really intrigued by what people, what you and Josh would put in that. Yeah, yeah. Now we did an episode, episode nine, I think it was, mm. the Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart rivalry. Yeah. And I feel like going back looking at that, I think we could do better than that now. Do better than that. Yeah. I reckon if we do the top ten rivals. Rivalries all yeah. the time, and if we when we get to our top three, if we got any of that kind of matches, we should do them. I think we should special. Yeah, yeah. I think um, yeah, rivalries are a, they're a big thing. Yeah, huge. Yeah, any company, anything. But I'm gonna be honest with you, straight now. Yeah, yeah. This top ten, I'm not feeling this one. I don't mean to put people off two minutes into it, but yeah. the manager thing, I knew it was my idea last, the last episode, I don't know if that one's gone out. I don't know. But, yeah, it was, it was the WrestleMania aftermath. But, I'm not feeling this episode, but it's an episode that we need to do. we got to get this one out there. <laughs> we, we have, yeah, have to. got to, yeah. Because the managers is, is a big thing of wrestling and we need to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. But top ten wise, this one and the uh, women episode, not the ones I've been really like hyped for, you know. <laughs> and it's, it's it's a shame because the women episode had such a big hype because we released it on the week of um, the uh, International Women's Week. Yeah, and it, it all kind of fell into place perfectly. And I was thinking, yeah, this is going to be a good one, and it was a good episode. Yeah, no one wanted to listen to it because no one cares again. And it's a shame, isn't it? If we released this episode in 2016, people would listen. They People would enjoy it. It's because we released this episode now and everyone's just had like their life sucked out of them again in the women's division. The women's division in WWE. In, sucks. It sucks donkey balls. It's yeah. really bad at the moment. It's not good. No one cares. No. And it's a bloody shame. I'm going to put that there. Um, I think we're going to do okay on this one. Yeah. When we do our top ten... So this is standard top 10 protocol from now on, really, isn't it? Yeah. You get the insight from you, yeah. the insight from me, and we get some some additional insights. Oh, yes. Not just from our buddy from the Happy Garden in Stallbridge at Bullwell Hill, yeah. Josh Friggin' Cudlip. Not only do we get his insight on his top 10, but we also get another additional insight, which is a very rare occasion we get this insight. <laughs> and that's from your brother. Oh, yes. The dog's danglers of the golden <laughs> era. <laughs> Funny you should say that. Has he just re- sent you a no, message? No, no, no. Where is that? I'll call it here. Now, you say about my brother, I was trying to get your brother involved in this episode as well. Oh, boy. The Daniel Taker. And I said to him, Daniel Taker, I need your top five managers of all time. <laughs> and he sent me his list. No way! He did. This is going to be I'll fun. run through them. Well, I can only remember three of them. Let me just tell you them quickly. Right the censor, Undertaker and Kane. Uh, ah. 
I said, managers. He said, yeah, they are the managers. Oh, oh bugger. We were getting a bit of wires crossed there. <laughs> I thought, you can't make right to censor it hit every list. <laughs> Why does he want to do that? He's a big right to censor fan. He is, yeah. What is up with him? Your brother there would write to censor him. We've got Josh and his Chinese friend, Josh. Really... <laughs> 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 He's really in the Matt Riddle. What's going on? What is going on? Good job they're not bookers in WWE. So it'd be Stephen Richards. Steve... Right to censor versus Matt Riddle. For the Universal Championship <laughs> at WrestleMania. <laughs> oh my god. My you, I'll still rather see that in the bloody Goldberg match against Lesnar 20. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, yeah, unfortunately, I didn't get your brother's list in this one. Don't worry. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll make, make him have to like break it down with him. I, I think, knowing your brother, his best manager would probably be Paul Barrett. Of course it is. I know that. He's a Anything Undertaker came, yeah, that's him sold. Loves, loves all that. Okay, right. Okay, I said I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to do it. You're going to run them through. I'm going to write. Right, so Josh freaking Cudlip. Oh yes, the happy garden, happy man. He likes to sell the Chinese cuisine in Stalbridge, Dorset. <laughs> has given me. I don't know how he's fucking done it. He's got a lot of time in his hands. He must have plenty of time in the morning before he has that special wank over litre in the morning. <laughs> Those sticky bed sheets. He's thinking about managers. Oh, dear. And he has somehow given me his top 30 managers. Top 30? I'd struggle to get five. Yeah, I'd rather fucking get on Pornhub and watch him fucking... Right, anyway. <laughs> so... <laughs> okay. Now... Right at the end, he says, told you I'd get to 20, baby. (laughs) Uh, Right, so I'm going to run from his 30 to 11. And I'm going to apologise in advance for some of these names, because I don't know who they are. (laughs) Right then. Number 30, Stockley Hathaway. Oh, yeah. Diamond Dallas Page. Zeb... Coulter or Dutch Mantle. Yeah. Frenchie Morton. Vicky Guerrero. Deborah, <clears throat> in brackets, because you know, tits. I get it. He could, oh, right. Yeah, he, no, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. He, he could have just said, puppies! Yeah. Davari. Sean Davari. Did he? Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Kimberly Page. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Buddy Lee Parker. No, don't know who that is. Sonny Ono. That's TNA. Oh, fuck those. Could be some MLW, Triple H stuff. Know. I don't know. Or a local independent wrestling group. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Stacey Keebler. Right. Okay. Toy Wilson. Yeah. Paul Ellering. Freddie Blassie. Terry Runnels. Joel Gertner. Yeah, is ECW. Dawn Marie. Luna Vachon. Yeah. Uh, Sherry Martel. And number 11 is Stephanie McMahon. Okay. Well, I agree with all the women is that's in his top thirty list. I think he has some. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Josh. I agree with Stephanie, Luna, and Terry for sure. Not so much Stacey or Tori. They were just good to look at, but as a manager, I just I, I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tori was good to look at. I never saw the appeal to Stacey. I know people did. I know people like Stacey in that. But I, I, I don't. No, not for me. I don't. I she, found Tory like so good. So Stacey Keebler, right? She has managed uh, the Dudley Boys. The Dudley Boys, which is was rubbish. Yeah, I didn't enjoy that. Test, Test. testicles. <laughs> Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner. Which was Randy rubbish. Orton briefly. I think she went out sleep with him. I don't know if she managed him. 
Didn't she actually sleep with them? I can't remember. No, I can't remember. But I'm surprised Kelly Kelly never made his list. Yeah. There's a few I thought would have made his list, but they might be in his top ten, so I'll, I'll hold out. Yeah. So I reckon he's forgot a few. I think he has. And I reckon he's going to kick himself, and he's going to be like, can I change a few numbers around? No, Too late, can't. Josh, it's already yeah. out there. You've just made the list. We're not redoing the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah. Okay. I'm going to start with Josh's number 10, yeah. and then my number 10. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, so this is an interesting one. Number his number ten is Francine from ECW. Yeah, yeah, she was okay actually. Yeah, I don't. I'm not too sure. Like, I don't know too much about her. I don't know a huge amount, but I knew she used to wear white panties. She never really used to wear a lot, so I used to really enjoy watching her as a manager. Yeah, or whatever she was doing, I enjoyed. Yeah, she with Raven, Salmon. Uh, I think both actually. Yeah. Oh, here, Josh would probably correct Josh us. Know, tell yeah. us we've done it wrong. Yeah, whatever. Okay, so my number 10 is Terry Reynolds. Terry Reynolds? Yeah, yeah. Shit the bed. Shit the bed. Hold on. Oh, actually, I've said, I've done, yes, that is right. Yeah, that is right. Let me take that one out. I need to make a few adjustments here. I've done this a little bit wrong. Yeah. I just need to make an adjustment to mine quickly. It might well be wrong. Because when you went over Josh's list, I was like, bugger, I forgot all about that person. Uh... Actually, no, no, I have. I'm going to just take it. Right, so actually, Terry Reynolds is my number 11. Terry's your 11. No, she's not. No, she's my number 10. Oh, she's your number 10. Yeah. She's my number 10. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorted now. So, I've gone for Terry Reynolds. She's obviously a... Um... Excuse me. Oh, God. Oh, this this podcasting is hard work. It's, it's hard work. It's harder than work. It is harder than work, but it's better than work. Yeah, <laughs> more enjoyable. So, I went for Terry Reynolds. She... Uh, she managed who does she now I can't she worked in WCW and managed a couple of people as well as Dustin Reynolds Dustin Rhodes yeah I'm not sure I can't quite remember um but anyway um oh Brian Pillman ta-da yeah of course so uh, yeah I really enjoyed work with Brian Pillman Gold Dust especially and then later on the Hardy Boys um then Perry Saturn then Perry, yeah. Yeah. Just her work alone with Goldust. It's more so the Goldust thing that's, that stands out the most. Yeah. Phenomenal. As Marlena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Just fantastic. She played that. She played her, her, her gimmick really well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was a big fan of Terry as well mm. in, in that time frame. Speaking of Terry Reynolds, yeah. we're going to be meeting her in a couple of weeks. Yeah. At For the Love of Wrestling 2023. And I'm going to tell her we've got the same name. <laughs> yeah. You are, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be good to meet her. Yeah, that'd be good. Oh, I bet she's, she's probably getting on now. She's got to be like late 50s or something. Yeah, I think so. She's just become a grandmother as well. Uh, yeah, she has, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, okay. So, uh, my number 10 um, is, so I need to remove that one. Uh, so my number 10 now because I forgot all about her I can't believe I forgot all about her until Josh mentioned which is Luna okay I like Luna yeah she was cool Luna bam bam loved the comedy yeah she was was quite good with Gold Dust as well in 98 yeah that was alright she didn't mind getting into her character and just being weird I like that yeah yeah really like that so yeah Luna's my number 10 yeah Sorry, guys. In the background, we have got um, any documentary of um, Dusty Rhodes, and uh, they've just they've just shown a few video clips of 
Dusty's funeral and I've never yeah. seen them. No, never have I. I did he have another brother then called Larry? No, that was his um that was his brother. Oh that was his brother. Yeah. Ah, okay. Is it Larry or Lenny? Got a bit weird we were just talking about Terry as well and like Yeah, and then we then we got Goldust doing a usually on his father. Wow. That's mad, man. Dusty Rhodes, though. Let's just go off topic quickly. Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. What a what a bloke, or what he did for the business. Yeah. His early early matches, I did really enjoy. Yeah. There's a cage match, and I can't remember where it was to or whatever, but it was him versus Ric Flair in a cage match. NWA. It was isn't there probably an NWA. I've I've got it on a DVD. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. But he's left a huge mark, huge mark, and it, you know, it's, you know, you you've got to think the way Cody is with his dad when they talk about him on TV all the fucking time. Yeah, they can't let him rest. But yeah, that that bloke has really left his mark. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I get the same vibe from him as what I do. Like, I feel we're gonna the day William Regal passes. I think he's gonna be someone else that's gonna leave his mark as well in the mm. yeah yeah like Dusty um, yeah sometimes you get these great behind I see I prefer Dusty's work behind the scenes than what on, on the screen but he's done great for a lot of wrestlers yeah yeah Rollins, Reigns all of them like he helped them all yeah no definitely right okay moving on number nine number nine if I give you Josh's number nine Oh, that's a coincidence. So me and Josh share the, share the same number nine. Sonny. Sonny. Mm. Oh, Sonny. Yeah, she was... She was great. She was great as a manager, and she was great... She was great up until she started doing, um... You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, went no. on the wild path of life, and now look where she's at. Yeah, I I I remember Sunny. Um, obviously, from her early WWF years, her vignettes in the gym with Skip, mm-hmm. Chris Candido, it was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, them two are really good together. Really liked them as a combo. Yeah. I just felt like they could have... They were kind of just given a crap gimmick. Oh, they were, yeah, 100%. If he was given something more serious. But, I mean, like, they were good. And then, well, I could talk you through, Sonny. I'll, I'll be as quick as I can. Her and Skip. And then then she opened up the the school. The body done the school, and he took on Rad Bradford. Luis Bicconi, who mm-hmm. passed away. And then he got Zipping which is Tom Pritchard. Uh-huh, yeah. He was the body Dommers. And then she left them for the Godwins, left the Godwins then for the Smoking Guns. And then she then started managing Ahmed Johnson, and then she dropped the Smoking Guns. She let Ahmed Johnson go. Not Ahmed Johnson, Farouk, sorry. Ron Simmons, not Ahmed Johnson. Um, Ron Simmons. And then next person she managed then was LAD2000. Which was, yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about that. It sucked, but she looked hot. God, she looked, yeah, she looked hot. Yeah, she looked good at WrestleMania 14. She, um, as well, not long after this is when she went over to ECW. Yeah. We never, did she jump into WCW again in 2000? Uh, I don't know. I don't think many people know too much about 2000 WCW. <laughs> I don't think Apart anyone. free count. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a lot of people know or want to know. I don't. I can't remember. I don't think so. I know she would definitely went to ECW though. She did, yeah. No, she definitely did. Right. Oh, well, it'd be mine now. Your number nine. My number nine is. Okay, my number nine is currently still a manager today. MVP. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So he's been a manager, what, two or so years? Mm. 
when he were to made his return at the Royal Rumble. Nearly three. And yeah, I I loved him in Hurt Business. Yeah, I liked the Hurt Business. I thought he had all three of them, and I think he elevated Bobby Lashley by just talking for him. Yeah, and he's doing his bloody hardest right now, Amos. He is doing his best, and I think MVP's just yeah, he looks good. He's good on the mic. Him and Paul Heyman segments were were, were gold, and I like his work at the moment. I think he's pretty impressive. Okay. So yeah, MVP's my number nine. Very, very interesting. I like that. Yeah. You got to think what a good career he had as well. Yeah. yeah. I like MVP. Yeah, MVP's good. Yeah. The only time I never liked MVP is when he teamed him up with Mark Henry. We're really a fan of that. I hate WWE for that crap. What do we do with this wrestler? Why don't you just team up with another black bloke? They'd be a tag team. Well, why do you got to do that shit all the time? You honestly, you notice that. Shout Benjamin. What do we do with Shout Benjamin? Pulling with um Cedric, he's black. They could be a tag team. That's Vince McMahon. Yeah, it's just like yeah, you can just no, tell. just MVP Mark Henry didn't need a team. They both talented in their own ways. Look at Bubba Ray and Devon Dudley. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what colour you are. No, they don't. And to me, to me, right? I'm, I, I it, stuff like that. Yeah, doesn't doesn't bother me one bit. No. Doesn't worry me one bit. If I see someone with a turban on their head, they got a turban on their head. They're still human. Yeah. Exactly the same as you and I. Look, at, at the end of the day, when it comes to it, we love wrestling. Yeah. As long as our, 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 our diss a black person, a Jamaican person, match, Chinese, if they're crap, but you hardly hear me diss a Bobby Lashley match or a Sobia Vega match because mm. I think they're, they're talented. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Vince is just, but it's weird. It's, it's you can just see that racial aspect is bleeding through in places, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it, I, I just think that's how he just saw it. It's but then I look at like this: like, why is n- we've had a few black wrestlers now as world champions? Yeah, when are they going to let England have a world champion? We've only had Drew. Oh, yeah, but that's not England, though, is it? It's Great Britain, the UK. We want an England-born champion. And they, all they give us is the bloody Divas title. Layla or Paige. Which is okay, but I want a man-world champion. I know one guy that would have done it. Neville? Nope. Bulldog? Barrett? It would have been... Regal? Bull- no. No? No, no. You know him quite well. Don't look good? No. It's me. Oh, you. <laughs> you! You've made it clear to me on many occasions. The only batch you were going to go after was the Inter or the European. Yeah, I still would have gone for the World Championship. <clears throat> Imagine that. I, 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 I generally thought Barrett was going to be the one. I think Wade Barrett. The Survivor Series 2010. I thought he was going to win it. But mm. He didn't. No. But yeah, MVP is my number nine. Biggie's great. What we need in England is someone like Drew, someone who's English, mm-hmm. to represent the WWE as our champion. And imagine them being in a British audience. That'd be yeah. massive. That'd be massive. Clash at the Castle would have been a prime example. Yeah. That would have been massive if Drew won. Yeah. I actually thought he was going to win. As happy I am, like we say, like, as happy I was that Drew won it, because Drew McIntyre is the first ever WWE champion from the United Kingdom. No, no one from the UK has ever won that WWE championship. Nope. Ever. And Drew won it. And do you know what I thought? I thought, this is cool. And then reality kicked me in the face. And I was like, Scotland beat England to it. Scotland as a WWE champion. We have not had it. And the talent we've had. Just Bulldog and Regal alone, like. That's the talent. Ugh. Sucks. Regal could have just at least won it for one week. Lost it the following week on Raw to Walton. Mm. I would have been happy with that. Yeah. Sucks ass. It does. We're, we're never going to get it. I only hope right now it's Pete Dunne. That ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. He's, he's a little no, square. They, they destroyed him. Man, if he's racist to anything, it's to the bloody people from England I, do you know what I, I 
I'm not saying anyone's racist. I'm not saying that. We can't say that on the podcast. But I do feel like Triple H. Yeah. Definitely Triple H. I feel like he's always just poking us Brits. Just poking them. Yeah, oh, I'm going to give you that. Oh, I'm going to give you that. And you all, we're always let down. Just yeah. Come on, give us a little bit. Yeah. It's, In, yeah. Yeah, but he's learned that from his, from his daddy, his father-in-law. And the, th- no and the other thing is as well... <clears throat> you look at what how Clash of the Castle was booked, yeah, and then you you look at how Money in the Bank, which is about to happen in July of this year, yeah, at the O2 Arena. There's no, there was no fucking chance anyone was. I mean, they've sold out, yeah, but the only way you'd able to be able to go to Money in the Bank is if you go yeah. to Raw and SmackDown. Not everyone can afford that. No, you know. It's like, so instead, AEW have jumped the gun. They're going to Wembley Stadium. Good yeah. on them. One night. For one night. Yeah, I thought it was very naughty what WWE did. I agree. Because I, 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 I didn't know that was going to be... I didn't know that was going to be the, the situation. Mm. Yeah, that, that was a bit naughty. It was. Right, should we move on? Yeah, yeah. That was a hell of a conversation just from MVP. But you do said money in the bank? You're going to hear it right here. When is this episode going out? I have no idea. Would it be going out before Money in the Bank this year? Probably. Cody Rose is winning Money in the Bank. And he's going to be cashing in. He's going to announce his cashing at SummerSlam. I hope so. There you go. It's a spoiler for you. Right, so we're on number eight now, aren't we? Number eight, yeah. So Josh is number eight. <clears throat> Don Callis. The Jackal. The Jackal. Oh. <laughs> my God. <clears throat> not, not feeling that one, Josh. <laughs> Don't know what happened there, mate. Number eight for me. Yeah. Kimberly Page. Okay. I thought she did a fantastic job at DDP. Yeah. Fantastic job. Did she start coming down to the ring with him in later years? Yes, she did. Because in '97, they they had this rule like she can come to the 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 stage, but she weren't allowed to come to the ringside. No, that's right. But I thought, did she ever come down the ringside? In the she end? did eventually. Yeah. 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 Kimberly Page. Yeah. Yeah. She's. Yeah, I like Kimberly Page. What were we on number eight? Number eight. Okay, but I just say my name. I just say this because we don't need to talk about it. Number eight for me is Sunny. Okay. We spoke about Sunny. So she was yours and Josh's number nine, I believe. Yep. She's my number eight. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're on number seven now, aren't we? Yeah. So Josh and I share the same number seven, which oh. is another coincidence. Well, Miss Elizabeth. Number seven? So do I. Wow. <laughs> Triple whammer. Triple whammy. What the hell? Okay, so yeah, this one's... This yeah. is an interesting one. Yeah, so I didn't know if I should have put this one. I, 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 was, I wasn't sure. But right, okay. My gosh, she was loyal to the macho man. She was, wasn't she? If you want to go to the most loyal manager slash... Valet, is it Valet? Valet, 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 Valet. Um, she was the most loyalist in in WWE, anyway, for sure. She was just, I really like Miss Elizabeth. Really like that. She's the most prettiest woman in WWE in wrestling history. Not because just pretty her face. She's such a pretty woman. Such a shame. Yeah. Such a shame. See her like in the eighties, and she looked like royalty, man. Like her dress, her hair, her looks—amazing. She she was a cracker. Yeah. I just felt, yeah, it was shit how how it all ended. Yeah. It was uh, her and Lex Luger were together, weren't they? Um. Yeah. 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 It's pretty messed up. But she, she had a lot of good memories. Um, 
I think my best Miss Elizabeth memory was WrestleMania 7 when Warrior ended Warrior ended Randy Savage's career and then she come into the ring and then um, yeah they celebrated together yeah then he was reinstated obviously but that was a moment in that arena loving that that moment overtook the whole Wrestlemania them hugging in that ring was bigger at Wrestlemania 7 than any match on that card just a feel good moment you know yeah no I got you and their wedding yeah yeah the wedding was great that was all, oh sorry that's right ah there we are a bit of CM Punk juice love it long story <laughs> yeah right then let's move on for Miss Elizabeth so that's good Josh is number six this is an ECW so this has got to be better now now Josh this has got to be better than Miss Elizabeth I need to prepare myself to say this. Oh, God. I don't think you're going to be happy with this. Oh, no. <laughs> There's three. There's three names I'm waiting for him to say, and I haven't heard them yet. There's three Pacific names. All right, this one is... This is terrible. Bill Alfonso. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know why... He was one of my worst managers. He is probably the worst manager. <laughs> Do you know... Um, I started watching the first ever ECW TV hard, hard hardcore TV, TV yeah, yeah. and the first match on is RVD and Jerry Lynn I thought what a way to open up a show yeah really excited Jerry Lynn RVD and that twat him Bill Alfonso he ruins the whole match with that whistle that whistle I'm like mate just, just give it a rest <laughs> shut the fuck up I'm trying to enjoy this yeah it's bad no I I, I, I can't stand the bloke no he annoys the hell out of me. I yeah, I just yeah. What the hell did he? Who did he even manage? I know oh, he managed RVD. RVD and Sabu. That was it. What the hell did he do for their career? Yeah, was he a referee? Beat? He, was, oh, he used to be a referee in WWE, didn't he? I have no idea. Yeah, that fucking sucked. Right, I'm gonna move on before we. Yeah. Okay, my number six. Yeah. Is. Wait, wait. I'm gonna try and do it. Oh yes. <laughs> Paul Barra. Oh, Paul Barra. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Barra's a legend. Yeah, he's just... Yeah. From The Undertaker to Vader to Mankind to Kane. Yeah. Even his Percy Pringle stuff from years before WWF, even after WWF. Paul, what I liked about Paul Barra was he's very in his character. 100%. And he made, he made The Undertaker and Kane Kane. You imagine if you had any other manager but Paul Bearer. So who we let's go on with Brother Love, yeah, because he was the one who's meant to doing the Undertaker and all this. You imagine it was Brother Love telling you the story between Kane and the Undertaker. It it would have sucked, and Kane's gimmick would have probably have failed. Kane got over because of Paul Bearer. Fact. Yep. Paul Bearer made you invested in Kane. Paul Bearer was the voice of Kane. Yeah. He um, was the voice of The Undertaker once. He was then the voice of Kane. Paul Bearer was the main voice piece that built behind the match for WrestleMania 14. And yeah, he helped Kane's career. Mm. And I... Well, yeah, he helped Undertaker's career. Yeah. So yeah, Paul Bearer, like... Just know that you could say that Paul Bearer helped the careers of The Undertaker and Kane. Like, yeah. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Don't get much bigger than that. No the voice behind the Brothers of Destruction so yeah do you know what I kind of feel like I should have ranked him just a little bit higher yeah well I probably should have just ranked him mm. I don't even rank him but it's only until we do podcasts like this you're like oh fuck mm. yeah you think oh shit yeah yeah so yeah it's a bit of a spoiler he didn't even make my top 10 mm. but I feel like he should have been my top 10 but don't matter so you're number 6 Oh, my number six is... I know my number six, and we've already spoken about my number six. And that's Terry Ronalds. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love Terry Ronalds. Yeah, I totally totally understand. But yeah, we touched based on her. Yeah, we did. So yeah, that's my number six. Okay. 
Right, so let's jump back onto Josh from his number five. Oh, this is going to get good. Now the three I'm thinking should be in this now. See, his number five is Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Okay. And I totally understand why he's in, he's made the list. Yeah. But I think he should be a lot higher. He's one of the best managers of all time. From his early WCW days. Yeah. Not putting aside the managerial side of things briefly, but you look what he did in ECW. He created an empire, very a small empire. Yeah. But he put the foot in the door for a lot of people. Yeah. Very, very good bloke deep down. Mm-hmm. Even though he is the wise man now. Yeah. But he is leading the white the lead, leading the wise man character with the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Right to the top. Mm. I know. think this is I think Roman I think is his best client, so to speak, or whatever, is Roman Reigns. Of for Paul Heyman ever. I think he's, he's never been loyal to he would have never been loyal to Brock Lesnar for this long. Like he has been with Reigns. No. But he was great with um I think he's in love with Roman Reigns. Who I think a lot Do of Do you get that are. impression? Yeah, of course. Because when Reigns is there and he's like praying to his hand and just staring yes, at him. Yes, my tribal team. Yeah. Yes, my tribal team. I love you, my tribal team. It's great. It's yeah. Good. Um <laughs> Yeah, Paul Heyman's the best. Yeah. Yeah. He's just yeah, all the people he's managed, he's helped he's helped them go right up on top apart from one that was a failure but I don't think it was Paul's fault in any way well I could think of I could think of three that he managed that didn't go anywhere in, okay in just in WWE alone well Curtis Axel was the biggest disappointment of all really I just felt like he could have given him a he could have his Paul Heyman should have at least been able to he won the goal he won the battle with Heyman didn't he he won the IC championship yeah but I want to see more of Curtis Axel and it just kind of fell apart. I'll chuck a name at you. Go. Cesaro. Oh, shit. Yeah. He didn't even achieve anything with Paul Heyman. Disaster, yeah. He won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, the first ever winner, which was awesome. Mm. And at the time, we all thought the Andre the Giant thing was a big deal. Yeah, it was a flop. We didn't know. We didn't know. And then he left Dutch Martel to go with Paul Heyman. And I'm thinking, this is going to be good yeah because what they put all Cesaro needed was that mouthpiece and Zara could back everything up in that ring it didn't go anywhere mm. Curtis Axel one sucked but at least Curtis Axel won about true Cesaro didn't do nothing nothing yeah 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 true yeah it sucked and the other one they tried doing that boy and have a bloody Ryback like disaster yeah the Roy Axel oh god should we move on? Yeah, it's just... <laughs> just yeah. think of the positive things when it comes to Paul Heyman. Roman Reigns and, yeah. So, we're on your number... This is your one now, is it? What, uh, what, what did you... Ju- no, wait. Number five, we're on fives. So, my number five is Bobby Heenan. Bobby the Brain. The Brain. Bobby oh, the Brain Bobby Heenan. the Brain Heenan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I loved all of his early stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's best manager of the Golden Era for sure. I, yeah, I think so too. Um, do you know I can't really add nothing that people don't already know about. Mm. He's still in it in his dying years, like dying days. He's still going to the WrestleCons. Couldn't even speak. Like half his face is gone. Yeah, what what did he have then? Throat cancer, I believe. Was that right? And he was still going there, mate. Like, literally, he was still at the shows. And he couldn't speak, but he was giving everyone, like, the middle finger. Still trying to keep a character. Like, wow. He loved it. Yeah. And him and Gorilla Monsoon was just TV gold. I just watch all their, their Oh, they were, yeah. Always bickering. Yeah. But he was a great manager. The Ric Flair, the Mr. Perfect, all of them. Yeah, no, he was. He was just brilliant. Yeah. Well, my number five is going to sound boring. Okay. Um, how the hell do you top bloody Poyman and Bobby the Brain Eden? Right, my number five is Stephanie McMahon. Very good, yeah. She's the hottest woman in WWE history. 
if I if I could be with any woman in WWE, it would be Stephanie McMahon. Man, um, yeah, I just loved her in Triple H. Just loved it. Yeah, me too. I think I'm thinking more like I I just really like Stephanie. You in love a little bit? I was when I was a child. Yeah, you got a crush on her. Bit. I literally used to go to this club on a Friday night, and it. I used to at this club. I was like, I can't wait to go home and see Stephanie. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, besotted right. by her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I, yeah, I love Stephanie. She's good. Yeah, I have to agree. Number fours now, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, no, hold on, hold on. I've got Dog Stanglers here now. Oh, he's involved in this now. Right, is number five. Here we go. This is the Dog Stanglers dingling. Um, we have got his number five, Jimmy Hart. Yeah, the man for the South. Yeah, um, Jimmy Hart, Jimmy Hart. I know him from Hart Foundation. Hart Foundation, Rhythm and Blues, Hogan and Beefcake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jimmy Hart was cool. If you're into that, if you're the mouthpiece. Yeah, I don't like shit like that. The whistle, the microphone, I just sh- shut up. Mm. <laughs> Let me watch it. But no, no. To be fair though, he was good. Jimmy Hart is a legend, and he sung "Sexy Boy." He did. Well, the chorus. Yeah, the sexy boy. Yeah. Yeah, he sure did. So yeah, he's got to be in that list somewhere. Yeah. Someone's got to pick him. Yeah. So we're on Josh's number four. Yeah. Yeah. J.J. Dillon. J.J. Dillon. Dillon, Dillon, Dillon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, WCW. Yeah. I was not know nothing about him, really. But as a manager. So my number four, Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette. Mm. James E. Cornette. I love Jim Cornette. Yeah, I know you do. God, where do you start with? Where would... Jim Cornette, Camp Cornette, Vader. No, sorry. Owen uh, Bulldog. Owen Bulldog Yoko. See if he like teamed up with um, Mr. Fuji. Yeah. And then he ditched Yoko for uh, Vader. Um, yeah, just a right decent. He was the first manager I ever seen on TV watching wrestling. Yeah, big. Really big fan of uh, Jim Cornette. I just lo- I loved. I think he was one of the greatest hill managers out there. Yeah, one of the greatest. Still, I still like Cornette now. So, uh, Darren's number four. Your number four. Okay, so mine number four. We don't need to talk about. It, we've already spoken about. My number four is Paul Heyman. Oh, okay, yeah. He's my number four. Um. Yeah. Yep. Don't really need to say. He's the only DVD I ever brought of a wrestling manager. Really? And the DVD that he releases is really worth a watch. You've not seen it, have you? No, if I haven't. If you find it, you can watch it. Yeah, definitely. I don't know where my DVDs are. Um, okay. Dogs Danglers, number four, Dingaling. Dinger, dinger, dingaling. <sighs> so here's number four, we don't have to really talk about either, is. Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yeah. Um, which I'm. Do you know what? When he gave me his list, I was really shocked. So I thought Bobby the Brain would be his number two. But this is number four. So yeah, quite surprised by that. So we're now on number three, aren't we? Right. So I should know all of Josh's next three because he has not mentioned these three in his thirty yet. <laughs> so his number three. It's Father James Mitchell, the what? sinister mis- minister. You've messed up then, Josh. You've <laughs> totally missed the boat now. Because there's three wrestlers, there's three managers that you've not even mentioned. And I know you like him more than James Mitchell. James Mitchell, do you know what, right? I was watching WCW the other night, 97. And I didn't know that idiot was in WCW. Yeah, he was briefly, yeah. With... Adam Bomb. That's right. Who hates me, by the way. Oh yeah, he's actually you, you two. I tried, yeah, because I accidentally rang him up half one in the morning. 
So, what's the big deal? Well, I don't know what his problem is. Time zone, isn't it? It worked in his favour, not yours. Yeah, he bloody blocked me. Um, sorry, what were you on about? <laughs> oh, uh, James Mitchell. Yeah, the sinister minister. Yeah, I, I, he was okay with Abyss and TNA. Um, yeah, he was okay with Abyss. That's about as far as it goes for me. I was never a I fan. I don't, me personally, I don't see him above Paul Heyman as a manager. God, no. <laughs> no. At least. I think, it's a, I think it's an insult, personally. Yeah. Uh, I would say, I'm, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to move on because this, that 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 has slightly frustrated me. He, he's missed out big time here. So, it's my number three. Yeah. Jimmy Hart. Oh, Jimmy Hart. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that one coming. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't see that coming. I didn't know you like Jimmy Hart. Yeah, I like Jimmy Hart. God, my head still hurts from yesterday. Shit. Had a fucking garage door land on my head. Oh, really? I fell to the floor. I was like, God damn, right between the eyes. Hmm. And I fucking, oh, I felt like I was You giving yourself a hardcore match. I fucking felt like I had a still chair to the head, like fucking The Rock did the Mankind at Royal Rumble 99. It was. Oh, no. No, better The Rock did Ken Shamrock. It's Ken Shamrock, yeah. Shit. Give me your best shot. Bang. Yeah, that garage door went. Bang! Right on my fucking head. And... Oh, my days. Oh, my days. Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart. That's your third, yeah? That's my third, yeah. Okay. Um, 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 let me do the dog's danglers a minute, because I'm on this page. I can't even... I can't even help him with this one. I'll try... This one I'm shocked about because I thought this was going to be his number one. Right. Slick. Ah, oh, Slick. Um, he managed the Twin Towers. Hakeem and the Big Boss Man. Mm-hmm. That's the best I know. And I've watched the Golden Era pay-per-views and it's just like... See, for me, when it comes to Slick, I just remember him doing the... Um... Oh, who was it that got married? The and Slick was the, the, the vicar. The reverend. Was that Elizabeth from Savage or? No, no, no. This is like ruthless aggression era. Billy and Jack. No. No, because that was Eric Bischoff. Oh, that was Eric Bischoff. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it? Oh man, I yeah, I, I don't actually know. I don't know. I'd be quite intrigued to. I can't remember. But yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't really help him out that much. Um, right, your number three then. No, Boyle. number three is. Um, yeah, I don't really need to talk about my number three is uh, Bobby the Brain. Yeah, yeah, totally understand. Right, Josh is number two. Jimmy Hart. You're joking me. No, <laughs> he's fucked up, mate. No, I got. I got to keep saying this every time you tell me these names. He's give you the top thirty names. He's missed three names out. Right, so his number one we've already mentioned as well. Bobby the Brain Heenan. That's his number one. Right then, Josh. <laughs> can, oh I, God. can I just chuck two names at you right now then, Josh? Did you know... Where the hell's Lita? Lita was a bloody manager. And what about Matt Hardy? He was a manager. You, How can you not mention them two? You, in your top 30 list, you have not mentioned Lita or Matt Hardy. I'm just checking to see if he changed his list. How's he... He's not mentioned... Oh, that, uh, that... No, he changed. He did change something. I'm changing 15. It's now Jim <laughs> Cornette. <laughs> 27's brother love. So you're telling me then, Josh, you prefer brother love as a manager to Lita. Come on. Lita. Lita and Edge... Leader and Kane, even the Elite and Matt Hardy, Leader and the Hardy Boys, and no, <sighs> there was a third. Who was the other one? I was going to say Matt Hardy, for him, not my mind. I think they all suck personally. Matt Hardy, Leader, and there was someone else. Can't remember who the other one was. It come to me. Surprised you ain't got Leader in your list, Josh. I'm really surprised at that. So I... you're a big, your favorite team of all time is the Hardy Boys. I saw this and I thought. 
her work in ECW with Miss Congeniality. Yeah. Her S- work with Vesa Rios pretty S- cool. Rios, yeah, yeah. And then the Hardy Boys. And he's not even mentioned China. And she met Alice Dedge. Say that, I thought you would have had China. Now, I had China in my list, but she didn't make my top 10. She didn't even make Josh's top 30. <laughs> no, she, she was, a, I think she's number 15. Okay. Yeah. She, she, it's it's like, an awkward one with yeah, China. Yeah, it's like Sable. Yeah, cool. But not quite there in the top 10. No. Deborah, still good, but not my top 10. Yeah. Wow, that's really that's that's shocked me that he hasn't got that. That has Lita. shocked the system. Would you have thought Lita would have made his top five? I was waiting for it. Uh, oh, here we go. It felt. Oh, hold on, he's just sent me a message. Uh, funny enough, I want to change. It felt t- wrong not to include them. What? It felt wrong not to include fucking Jim Cornette only at number fifteen. <laughs> oh god! Oh, he's gonna love this when he hears this. Fucking hell, spells. He's gonna kick himself over the. Uh, I know he will. He's going to kick himself over this whole entire episode. Right, I'll give you my number two. Okay. Stephanie McMahon. Wow, that's high. That's high. I loved, I absolutely loved everything she did with Triple H. Yeah. Fantastic. Probably one of the best ever. Yeah. Quite liked her work with Jericho, actually. Yeah. Um, And I know after that, it wasn't, she only really came out with Triple H again like in the later, like, 2010s. Yeah, mate, just Stephanie McMahon... Year 2000, the love triangle, all of that, like, perfect. It was good. Yeah, no, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Um, So, you're number two. Yeah. And Darren's number two. I don't even need to look, because me and Darren's got identical now, two round one. Oh, okay. We both match. Right. So, um, I'll tell you, just, the one person I haven't put in, in my list, my top ten, so this would have been my 11th didn't quite make it and that was Shane McMahon I, I like Shane McMahon as well yeah to be fair Shane's good he made my he was in my uh, I think he was 18 for me yeah yeah. but okay my number two and Darren's number two both the same is the million dollar man Ted DiBiase oh my god why the fuck didn't I even put him in because he oh damn it I've got to change my list <laughs> <laughs> because I think it's DiBiase like with the whole Undertaker stuff yeah yeah he was he brought in Stone Cold Steve Austin um, and then the Million Dollar Team as well I just yeah even his work in WCW crack him the Steiners yeah yeah stuff like that he did, but then this he probably left made the list but not did be Aussie sorry Josh I'll leave Josh here alone but yeah <laughs> mine and Darren's uh, is DB Aussie number two for sure Right, Josh's number one is Bobby Heenan. Fair. I totally understand why. Yeah. Bobby Bray Heenan is... is If you look at any form, peop, it's it's a tie to people. The question is, we we always ask who's better, Brett and Sean. Manager world, it's who is better, Bobby or Paul Heyman. That's the argument. Mm-hmm. And personally, if you really want the nit and gritty, I think Paul Heyman and Bobby Bray Heenan are the two greatest managers ever not my personal favourite but they are the two best no one could top them yeah I get it I get it <clears throat> they're both legendary in their own decades yeah so that was Josh's number one Bobby Heenan yeah my number one Paul Heyman Paul Heyman yeah yeah we briefly spoke about why to his very start you know, from WCW to Brock Lesnar to the Big Show, all the way through to CM Punk, and yeah, to the where he's at now with Roman Reigns. Yeah, he's been he's been a manager in WWE for twenty one years. Yeah, that's that's got to be the record, the longest serving manager for WWE. I wonder if it is. Yeah, twenty one years. I would have thought so. If he's not inducted into the WrestleMania forty Hall of Fame, oh. yeah, he needs to be. Mm-hmm. Him and Tommy Dreamer. Both in Philly. Makes sense. ECW. Is that... Ah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Heyman needs to go in. But Heyman needs to... Oh, I'll just let Heyman headline it, personally. Oh, yeah, he has to. Who... They're not going to top Heyman. No. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. 
Why can't we just just give us an ECW Hall of Fame next year? That'd be cool, wouldn't that? Heyman, Heyman Dreamer. Yeah, just give. Oh, us RVD's one. already in there. Yeah, you should have saved RVD and the Dudley Boys. Just shovel them in there at the same time. Yeah. But yeah, Heyman would be good. Yeah. Um. Right. Your number one. My number one. And Terry and, Ter- and, and the Dog Stangler's number one. We, oh yes. We both share the same thoughts on this. We've already spoken about this person. It's Jim Cornette. Just, yeah. Yeah. Love Jim Cornette. And I still do to this day. You listen to his podcast? Yep. Yeah. I listen to his podcast. He's the only podcast, wrestling podcast I listen to. Do you listen to the TNS Wrestling Show? I, I don't. You don't listen, but listen back to yourself? <laughs> no, I don't like listening to myself. Don't know. Not a fan of it. Um, You'll be surprised. You my sh- work colleague, he listens to every episode. Who's that then? Uh, Kieran. Oh, right, yeah. But he's not a wrestling fan. No. He listens because he just crap we come out with. Right, yeah, yeah. He just finds like if you don't listen to an episode, he's going to miss the story. You know, he hates wrestling. But he listens to this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's had a shout out there. Um, but yeah, Jim Cornette, for sure. I totally understand why. Well, he, I listen to Kevin Ash podcast as well. Yeah, yeah. But they're the only two. Yeah, I listen, I listen to a few. I listen to Kevin. I've list, been listening to Kevin Ash a little bit more. We're about to go off topic here. So, but yeah, top 10 managers in WWE. I think Paul Heyman and Jim Cornette are the ones floating near the top. Let's, let's just put that in the bud. Right, we've got a few more minutes before the end of the TNS wrestling show. So... Um, we're talking about podcasts because of Jim Cornette's podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I really enjoy I really enjoy Cut Angle's podcast. They're very short. They're only an episode, an hour long. Well, one hour episode. That's good. That's yeah. good though. Now, the Road Dog, Brian James, his podcast. Now that is funny. Yeah. There, some bloody cracking stuff comes out of that. <laughs> um, and listen to Grill and Jr. as well. Yeah. Now, I, li- I dabble, I dabble on that one. Now, I think it can be quite challenging for people to listen to them sometimes. But what I enjoy about Grill and JR is, coincidentally, there's occasions where you and I are going to be doing an episode on something or someone or whatever. Yeah. I can relate to that and just think, let's, let's just sponge a few ideas off, yeah. off Jim Ross and um, Conrad Thompson every time. Yeah. You know. But I do... I, I, I do I do actually listen back to us once in a while. Do you? I do because it, I, I, I want to remember what we've said. If it's going to come up on another episode, that might be relevant. It's quite good listening to it. We do come up with some Because we, we were do, on about doing our top 10 WrestleManias. Yeah. And I thought, well, if we're going to do that, I'm going to have to re-listen back to an episode of our top 10 pay-per-views. Because I know I've got a few WrestleManias in there. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I would... Well, I don't want to be different to what I've done can't remember what I'd done we just live and breathe and talk so much about wrestling you kind of forget yourself along the way it's bonkers what we go through innit it's bonkers yeah anyway it's time to end the show boy yo yeah that's that's that that's the wrap top 10 managers of all time in professional wrestling we apologise for one of the controversial lists that has been revealed tonight by um our our third guy at the TNS Wrestling Show. I have no idea what he was thinking. <laughs> no. Just you wait. We're going to have words with him. But there we go. Anyway, this is Sam Watts, <clears throat> Michaels, and Terry Bloody Johnson from the TNS Wrestling Show. Thank you very much for listening. Mm. And we shall... Um, we don't know when this is going to be released. No. We don't know. But anyway, thank you for listening and we shall see you soon.